0: Hey, you're listening to the Flippin' Genius Podcast. We're the podcast about buying and selling cars for fun and for profit. I'm your host, Randy Lee, and this is uh, episode six. We're going to talk about, well, some ideas and questions that I got online, both from our email address, which is flipping questions at gmail.com and also on some facebook groups that i interact in and we'll have more about that later Um, and also some feedback from our youtube channel which is also called flipping genius go there and check out videos we're going to be adding more videos all the time so we'll get into all that soon hey if you haven't already please subscribe please share Invite your friends, download our podcast, carry them with you so you can listen to them any place. You can take the flipping genius with you everywhere. (laughs) Hey, I'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, we're back. Uh, Today we're going to talk about a few issues that came up and ideas that we came up uh, in my conversations with people. Um, the first one I want to address is one that seems frequently come up anytime you talk about car flipping. And it's simply uh, how... Somebody, somebody posed this to me exactly in these words. How do I get around the limits set by my state for the number of cars that an individual can sell per per year? Now, this individual was in the state of Pennsylvania. And what they're referring to is, in their case, in Pennsylvania... They said that the number of vehicles that an individual can flip each year is six. If you do more than six cars per year, you would have to have a dealer's license, and that is is actually frequently the case. Uh, I don't know all the rules for every state in the union yet. I, I I'd like to get all those rules, but I don't, I don't have them all. I've, I've looked it up, or I shouldn't say rules, laws, all the laws for the state. Is it rules. Rules somehow sounds a lot uh, more lax than laws because that's what you're really talking about, obeying the law, and and I think the first thing that I want to address here is just the words. How do I get around it? Because I think that is probably not a good place to start. Um, I think what we should say is, how do I work within the laws of our state? And you uh, know, I don't I don't want to make it sound like I'm a do-gooder or anything, but not that it's bad to be a do-gooder, but I think you get my point. Is, is I'm, I, you know, I'm I'm a creative thinker myself and look for opportunities all the time, but at the same time, I, I do not want to get in trouble. Uh, I have got a wife that keeps me after that. <laughs> I mean, the, the fact is, she does probably keep me on the straight and narrow more than I would be if if I wasn't wasn't married to her. But the fact is that to be smart, you you need to know your the laws of your state with regard to this and, and follow those. And every state has laws about this. I believe somebody told me Iowa didn't, but I can't hardly believe it, that that would be true. So I don't know why I'm repeating it to you. <laughs> I know my home state, Alabama, has a a law very similar to what apparently Pennsylvania has, um, where an individual can sell six vehicles per year um, as an individual, including his own personal vehicles. And if you get to the seventh one, you've violated that that law. I've heard people say, well, I'll sell six in my name and six in my wife's name. And I believe that is legal if you do that. However, in looking into it a little bit further, I I found um, it was in the state of Michigan. I believe that you could only sell five a year there. And in a discussion with uh, somebody from my uh, bond company that I deal with, I believe that you'd be in violation if you were just, if you're doing it without a dealer's license, pretty much if they wanted to make you in violation, they could they could say you were. Because a lot of people when they're doing this type of thing, they're not they're not taking possession of the vehicle. They're they're not registering the vehicle in their name. And oftentimes they're they're gonna try to sell that that vehicle with an open title. And I'll talk about a little bit more about what that is in a minute here. But basically that's that's a violation of the law. And you're not going to be legal and you're probably going to get in trouble and you're probably going to get a uh, hefty fine so not a good way to to do it um it's a good idea to learn the laws of your state and then work within them um and, you know going back to the open title idea that's simply where and probably most of you understand this but in case you don't where i i buy a vehicle from you You sign the back of the title. I do not sign the back of the title. So you've sold the vehicle as the seller, and I have your title with your name and signature on it. And now I carry it with me. I find a buyer, and essentially that buyer is buying it from you, and I'm just collecting the money. Um, This obviously is not a legal transaction. Um, I have to give a bill of sale. So I think in in this, this type of transaction, that individual is giving a bill of sale between the person they bought it from and the person they're selling it to. And they're not included in that transaction at all. And clearly that would not be a a legal transaction, but, but it is something that happens all the time, all the time. And, and so you really open yourself up for a a wide variety of liabilities. And frankly, I I believe that you're going to, you're going to destroy your reputation by not doing this the right way. So I don't want to—I don't want to discourage people from car flipping, obviously, because it's—it's it's something I—I've been doing for 11 years, and—and and it's a great, it's a great side hustle or it's a great main hustle, <laughs> and I—I I, I believe it's a, a lot of fun, and you can make a lot of money doing it, um. And I—and I, I'll tell you how I got around it. <laughs> <laughs> it's simple enough. It was about five or six months into my flipping career, which it really was a side hustle at that time because I, I had other business interests, and that was about 11 years ago. I obtained a dealer's license in the state of Alabama, and it just made sense for me to do that. In my first year, I flipped 38 vehicles. In the second year, I flipped over 50 vehicles. So, there's really no way that I was going to be able to do that kind of volume, you know, without being a licensed dealer. And the and the fact is, it's not it's not a, a difficult thing to obtain a dealer's license. Now, I suppose every state is different, but I think they're more the same than they are different. I, I, I imagine some some states have higher regulations. I know that they do. Uh, than the state of Alabama. And and others are probably very similar. And again, you need to learn your state's regulations. Now, uh, as we go further into this, I will tell you this. I'm in the middle of of, uh, writing a book on this subject. It'll surprisingly be called Flipping Genius. And there will also be some course study books that will follow up with that. So there will be opportunities for you to learn these things. And and included in those those study materials will be more in-depth information about your state laws with regards to licensing qualifications, with regards to uh, what is an individual is a- eligible for in your state as far as being able to sell vehicles, so I'm going to try to put as much of this information in front of you for those of you who decide to participate in in that part of our program. But that's that's a little bit down the down the road. Um, now, I mean, I, I guess getting back to the dealer's license, in my opinion, it's really a no brainer. Um The costs were really minimal compared to two similar opportunities. I get similar opportunities I would say like like becoming a realtor for instance the The cost of entry and the cost of retaining a realtor's license I believe is significantly higher i've I've been a realtor in the past um I'm not currently a realtor. And I know it was a very expensive venture. It was it was there was a lot of testing involved, uh schooling involved prior to testing. And then to retain that dealer's license you that that, that, that uh realtor's license you had to be a member of the uh The local association and I think the national association, all these things cost you quite a bit of money, not to mention the fact that you have to affiliate yourself with another firm and give portions of of the profits that you earn to that other firm, on and on and on. Uh, Not saying don't become a realtor, that's a whole different story, and obviously a lot of folks are doing fantastic at that. I'm just saying a car dealer's license is a relatively simple thing to obtain. The costs are minimal. The costs of retaining it are minimal, and the and the uh, the continuing education uh, levels are are probably minimal in all states comparatively, and um, well, I'll I'll, I'll talk more about that when we come back. I I want to get into the details of that to the extent that that I can in relation to you know everybody all across the country and, and actually around the world. We've got we have some listeners in Europe now. And uh it's exciting. I've got uh, we've got listeners all around the, the world at this point. And um hey if you're listening to the to our podcast regularly, please subscribe. And that way you'll be at the forefront when a new when a new episode comes out you'll know right away. Um subscribe please share it with your friends. Download it Hey, you can take the flipping genius along with you wherever you go, and you won't have to use your, your, uh, your data. Um, and if you like what we're doing, uh, it would be such a great thing if you go online and, and give us a of positive review. We're just trying to get this thing off the ground, and it's going to grow and grow and grow. I'm excited about it, and I, I'll be so thoroughly appreciative. I'll probably read your review online. So help us out. <laughs> I'll be right back. This is the Flippin' Genius Podcast. I'm Randy Lee. Okay, we are back. The Flippin' Genius Podcast. Um, we were talking about dealer's license uh before the break. We we're talking about um oh the the relatively inexpensive uh cost and the ease of obtaining a dealer's license in, in most states, I believe. Um, for instance, here in the state of Alabama, the cost of a dealer's license itself is 25 bucks. Now, of course, you have to do some other things too, but but that's I believe that's what you pay the state. I know that's what you pay the state per year, and I think that's all it costs uh, to apply, as a matter of fact. Um, naturally, you need to have some business insurance, and you'll have to have uh, business licenses for your city, your county, and probably your state. Um, My county license costs $49 this year. Um, And then you'll have other expenses like dealer tags. In order to get the dealer's license, they require that you have business insurance. And that's going to be your biggest expense, I believe, most of the time. And you'll have to have a, a bond. And that may have something to do with your credit. I'm not sure. I know my total expense per year is around, I think... I think I've got it at $2,100. So your um, your business insurance itself probably is going to run someplace between uh, $1,800 and $2,800. And then naturally, I, I shop that hard. I try to get the best price. But also, I want to rely on a good agent. I've had the same agent, I believe, since I first started 11 years ago. And they've now I haven't had the same company. We've changed companies because they shop it around and find something good for me. And also, you know, a good company company that's going to cover me in case of a liability um but this protects you too i mean the the fact is you, you, having this insurance protects you so yeah you've got you've got an out of pocket of maybe 2500 bucks a year or something like that uh for all of these these fees including your association fee which is something i recommend that they be be uh Belong to your local association. Uh, they they protect you um, and they they help you. They protect you in Washington by uh, uh, what's that word? <laughs> uh, lobbying. They are lobbying for for auto dealers and trying to protect our rights all the time. So I uh, I pay two hundred and sixty dollars a year to be a member of the uh, independent. Uh, dealers association and i recommend that too now i'm probably getting way off track here you're thinking what's this got to do with me being a car flipper well i i just i'm encouraging you to take this seriously and maybe you don't want to do this right out of the chute i didn't it took me a few months before i realized that i was going to be in this thing deep and i needed to make an investment in it but I think you're going to find that you're going to want to go this direction too. Most likely to, to stay legal and do it above board. That's that's what I would would recommend you do. Um, it, it's just a, a, and also a, a dealer's license is going to afford you opportunities that you're not going to get as just a typical car flipper. And and one of the things, a big one, is being able to to go to. Uh, dealer-only auctions. This is a huge one. I mean, you can go to public auctions. You can go to some insurance auctions. We had an episode in episode two. I talked about some of the auctions and strategies there, and feel free to go back and listen to that as many times as you want. We'll probably do more on auctions down the road, but dealer-only auctions have been my top resource frankly it's not i was going to say one of my top resources but honestly it's my top resource for quality flippable vehicles now honestly i do come up with with some duds there every now and then but that's usually my own fault cuz i haven't done due diligence but there are consistently vehicles that i can purchase at the dealer auction uh invest a little bit of money in and turn around and make make money consistently and I think we're going to talk a little bit about those kind of those kind of opportunities uh, when we when we come back for our, our, from our next break. But dealer only auctions are a huge benefit of actually having a dealer's license. I mean, they check your dealer's license at the door. You do not get in one of these places unless they know you are, you know, a licensed dealer in the state. Not necessarily the state of Alabama, because we we have folks from Tennessee, Arkansas. Mississippi all over the place i I've, i think I've seen Arizona and Minnesota I don't know folks probably come down south to, to to get uh deals on uh on cars without rust I wouldn't doubt i I just heard somebody looking for something like that online. I don't know if that's cost advantageous or not but but that's a that's a whole other issue I'd love to hear more about it if you if you're doing something like that if you're pulling vehicles out of the south and taking them up north and selling them for a profit you know, send me, a, send me information on it. Uh, uh, you can send me information at flipping questions at com. I'd love to hear what you've got to say there. And we're gradually going to build, uh, some social networking sites on, on, uh, Facebook so that we can interact there. Um, we have a YouTube channel, flipping genius, YouTube channel, and we've got more stuff coming over the, over the next, uh, couple months. It's going to be exciting. We've got a lot of a lot of good things. Hey, I'm going to tell you another way that you make money uh, in the business as a car dealer. I'm going to take a little break and we'll come right back in just a second. This is Flipping Genius, uh, the podcast about buying and selling cars for fun and profit. Um, please hang on. All right, we're back. The Flippin' Genius Podcast, episode six. We're talking about dealer's licenses and the benefits of having a dealer's license. And I promised I'd tell you about another way that your dealer's license can make you money when you don't even expect it. Um, At least I didn't expect it. I was at the auction just the other day, the dealer's auction, and I shook hands with one of my associates there, uh, frankly, a competitor, just down the road. And when we shook hands, I found that a couple crisp bills had exchanged hands were now in my possession. And that was pretty cool. Cause, uh, I, and the reason was I had sent him a, uh, a customer, somebody that was looking for a vehicle that I did not have, and I thought he might be able to fill the need. It was not a big deal, but it was a it was it was it helped the customer out it helped him out and you know he he's he shared the love a little bit and that was pretty cool and that that's that that happens i'm not going to say it happens all the time but it, it happens frequently enough that i would say that's one of the cool benefits of having a dealer's license because it, i send business to to folks who have uh, vehicles that i'm not going to have. Um, I. I also send people to people who buy vehicles that i'm not inter- interested in buying i mean i i have told you i deal in pretty low end vehicles so fairly frequently somebody'll come to me with a, a vehicle that's two or three times more than i want to pay for a, a car not not because they have they're ex- asking an unreasonable price it's just not my market and I'll send them along to somebody else that buys it from them. Other times, people are looking for a vehicle that's not what I what I have. Maybe it's a service vehicle that I I just don't have access to, or don't or choose not to have access to, or perhaps it's just a, a nicer vehicle than what I sell, or they just want something that I don't have. And by developing a network and a rapport with with other uh, auto dealing professionals, I'm able to send people along and help them out and that and frankly that that helps that helps build my reputation um i've sold vehicles to people who who i've passed along they've come back later to maybe buy a car for their son or daughter or, or something like that so um it, it you know it just pays to do business the right way i mean i i if you go to my website you'll see on my website, and you'll hear me say this probably several times a year out loud because I, it's just indoctrinated in my in my head. My dad used to say, "Do business in a way that you won't be worried who's on the next aisle at the grocery store," and I I, I love that I love that saying. My dad did; he used to say that, and it's it, it is pertinent, especially because we kind of live out in the country a little bit. Um, we live in in the Huntsville, Alabama area, but we live outside town uh, fairways and the fact is I see my car customers at my grocery store pretty frequently. Um, I'll see them at local restaurants. I'll see them at my gym. I bumped into a guy today at the gym that, uh, that I know from the car lot. And, uh, I'll. Uh, I, I'm also a singer-songwriter, so I'll see him at some of my music events. So you don't want to piss people off. There, they could be on the next aisle at the grocery store. And I've actually seen people on the next aisle at the grocery store. I saw a guy one time who uh, had a transmission go out on a uh, Isuzu Trooper, I believe. And I remember. He, he, you know, I, I turned there. This guy is uh, that I, and I remembered I sold him my vehicle, and uh, I said, "Hey, how's it going?" He said, "He said ah, the transmission went on that trooper." I said, "Oh man!" He said, "But you told me about it," and I did. I, you know, we knew that there's there was an issue with that. This is several years ago, and you know, since I told the truth, there was not a problem. Another time, I bumped into another guy. I think. I think he came to to a uh, a barbecue where I was doing a music show, and he walked up to me after after I'd sang a few songs and said, "Hey, that engine went out on that truck," <laughs> and uh, um, but I know I know that truck. We discussed the fact that the engine was weak, and I told him you gotta you gotta take it easy on that thing. But also, and this kind of is a great segue for the next section. Um, I put a warranty, uh, a, a third party insured warranty on that motor and he was able to, uh, my brother gives me trouble for calling him motors, um, but I think it might be a southern thing. It, w- he was able to re- replace that engine with it, a used engine and his total out-of-pocket cost I think it was 150 bucks because the rest of it was all covered by the warranty that, that he was able to purchase through me. We'll talk about that in just a, a second but that was, that was pretty cool but again by uh, just doing business the way I would want people to do business with me. You know, I, I I sleep at night, and I walk in places, and I don't worry who's there because I sell used cars. And you know this you the, 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 when you're selling used cars, when you're flipping cars, you're gonna you're gonna sometimes have bad things happen. But if you do the right thing at the at, you know at the up front and tell the truth about what you know, um, hey, you 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 have a clear conscience, and people will think highly of you. I I, I find that to be true. And uh, that brings to the the other thing I always say that my mom always told me. She said, "Just tell the truth, and you won't have to remember what you said." And what a great what a great saying that is. <laughs> Just tell the truth, and you won't have to remember what you said. And as I grow older, and uh, I and and I'll also some some personal. Uh, health things that I've had in my life, I've I've had some memory issues. And, and as you grow older, you have memory issues anyway. And I find that to be absolutely true. Uh, if you just tell the truth, you don't have to remember because the truth is always the truth. And I've had people ask me, and I say, I don't remember what we talked about, they ask the same question, they answer the question and they go, that's the same thing you said last time and that should always be the case you know the, the truth doesn't change. Um, so anyway, there's, there's a, I don't, I'm sorry I shouldn't be preaching to you, I'm not preaching, I'm just saying these are the backbones of my business success and that's, that's what I try to do all the time and as a and as a dealer I think it's really important that you work that way. As a car flipper, whatever you want to call yourself, I think it's best that you operate from from that side of the table because you want to do this on a a long term basis, and if you do, this is a fantastic way to make some money, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, you find your fun. I mean, I, I, some guys love to get in there and get get their hands dirty, tearing down engines. Some people love to to recreate. Uh, the, the vehicle cosmetically um everybody's got different skills i like the business of it that's 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 honestly that's my side i am a businessman i'm a business junkie and i love the car flipping business and that's why i'm in it i love the idea of buying vehicles at the right price buying parts at the right price negotiate 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 all the way through get the best deal on everything you can do and then and then sell it to somebody that needs that vehicle at a fair price. They feel it's a win. You win. Everybody's happy. I love that kind of business. So anyway, that's that's what I kind of wanted to get across about the other side of this this uh, the car de- car dealer business. So so you've got uh, other ways to make money. Uh, that you wouldn't have if you didn't have that dealer's license. So, I I highly recommend that that you obtain that as soon as you can. I, I would I would look at that as a, as a goal, a short term goal really, or a medium term goal that you get that license and turn your car flipping business into a car dealing business. And the fact is, we're all flippers. That's really what we're doing. So. That's that's just that's just my my two cents. Now I'm gonna take a little break and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about some flip opportunities that I think you'll find right in your own neighborhood. Seriously. Um some ideas on how you can make money without without leaving a you know without leaving the neighborhood, very possibly. It depends on where your neighborhood's at, I suppose. But uh you're listening to the car flipping podcast is called The Flipping Genius. I'm your host Randy Lee. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Please share it with your friends. Please download it. Uh carry the Flipping Genius with you wherever you go. Um and come back often. If you subscribe, you'll you'll find uh you'll you'll find out first when we watching a new podcast. We're trying to do one every Wednesday, but every now and then I'm going to slip a, a quickie episode in there. And also look for us on YouTube at Flipping Genius, the channel, because we're going to try to do videos to support what we talk about here. And uh, I, I just don't want you to miss anything. So I'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Are you an experienced car flipper who is interested in finding new paths to reaching your goals? Are you new to car flipping and hoping to find the quickest path to success? Or do you operate a successful car dealership and recognize that sometimes an outside pair of eyes can make all the difference in getting to that next level? I'm Randy Lee, host of The Flipping Genius. I offer one-on-one consulting and coaching services to help you reach your goals. Schedule a free 20 minute face to face Zoom consultation with me at www.flippinggenius.com. Let's find out how I can help. Okay, we're back again. Flipping Genius Podcast. All right. Now, before we left, I promised something, right? (laughs) I promised I was going to tell you some ways you can find deals and make some money right in your own neighborhood. And like I told you before, my mom said, just tell the truth and you won't have to remember what you said. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you about some deals that you could, you can uncover right in your own backyard or your own neighborhood. Um, and I, I think you can find these any place. Um, Hey before I go before I go forward though I I want to say that my purpose of encouraging you to get a dealer's license is me thinking of what i wished someone would have told me right out of the shoot i mean go at your own pace don't don't be discouraged by this because i know the money that i'm talking about may sound like a ton of money to some of you and and that's and that's that's probably true so don't worry about it you, you can like i've said before you can do a deal you can do a flip for a few hundred dollars you can you can get this thing going and maybe you're going to go at a slower pace than what I wanted to do. Like I said, I did 38 cars my first year, over 50 the next year. That was a pace that I wanted to go at, and and that's a different story. So don't don't be discouraged. Um, You may be perfectly content with flipping one, two, three, four, five, six cars a year for a long time, it's just a side hustle. And you probably don't even need to consider a dealer's license if that's the case. Um, I, you know, I, I gave you the reasons why you might, but uh, you know, and, and if you partner with your spouse, it's perfectly fine. Uh, I mean, my wife is my business partner, and, it, and maybe even an adult son or a sibling, you know, maybe your sister or your brother. You want to go in on it, um, and and all of a sudden you're talking about you know double or, or triple that that number that this your state allows you to to buy and flip in in a given year and and if you're if you're generating two thousand three thousand five thousand dollars or more in profits per flip you're talking about some serious money from your side hustle and the thing is like i i've said before i'll say it again you do you okay be where your feet are do your thing you know i'm just going to give you some input on how i see things I'm not right all the time. I always think I am, (laughs) but I know I'm not, what's right for me is not always right for everybody else, but I'm just trying to give you the benefit of of where I'm coming from and I I do mean what I say about the dealer's license has been beneficial to me, but it doesn't mean that you have to do it that way. Um, Now, before we wrap up the episode, I wanna give you some ways to find deals right in your neighborhood. Um there's a deal coming over my phone right there. <laughs> I wish that was true. It's just just my phone company telling me I, that that I just gave them more money. Um sorry for the interruption, but I, I don't want to record this over again so I'm going to keep that in there. Um okay. I'm going to keep these brief because I don't want I, I don't want to go over time. I try to I try to keep our episodes to around 30 minutes cuz I I respect your time. Um but I'm going to give you some ideas that that are these are live ideas that have happened just just recently, or are going to happen you know soon here, uh, and and I since we can't elaborate in great detail here, I'm going to actually do some videos and I'll post them on the Flipping Genius YouTube channel. So just go to YouTube, uh, search Flipping Genius. Please subscribe there so you see when we get a new video, you'll see it right away. Um, and I, I, I should do one or two videos later this week that I'll be able to expound a little bit and expand a little bit of, about what I'm going to sh- tell you in just a moment. I'm, I'm trying to build up some big uh, anticipation here, <laughs> but these are real live examples and I, I, it's a lot of fun. Really, I, I love this first one. Um, because it just happened last weekend. Last last weekend, I get a call. Uh, and I'm going to call this one, idea number one is free car. So I'm not kidding, free car. And, and I, I'm not even, I can't take uh, a claim to this, although it's happened to me before. I've gotten free cars before. Uh, but this, this was so cool because last weekend, I got a call from a kid, a, a flipper, who's 16 years old. He bought a vehicle from me when he was 14 to fix and flip. What a, what a sharp kid this guy is. I I, I believe that the, our country has got a bright future as long as there's, there's young men like this out, out there doing business. Um, he called me to see if he could borrow my toe dolly uh, to pick up a car. And when he and his dad arrived at my house on Sunday morning, I think, um, I asked him, you know, naturally, what what kind of car are you buying? and he said I'm not buying anything I'm getting a free car and he told me that he had asked a friend of his about a vehicle that seemed to be a permanent fixture in front of his friend's parents house and that led to another thing and one thing led to another and voila, he's got a free car. Uh, naturally, he's going to have to tow it home. Uh, he had to bring an air compressor with him because there was a couple flat tires on it. But knowing him, that vehicle will be up and running and sold promptly because I know this kid is a doer. So I'm hoping to get over there and shoot some video of his free car. and. You can check him out and see see what he's doing with that, because that'll be a lot of fun. Um, I know I know he's going to make money, because he'll make money even if he just scraps it. But knowing him, that won't be what he does. He'll get that thing back to life, and he'll make. I bet he I bet he makes a bundle on it. It's going to be exciting. Sixteen year old, and that's something. Um The second idea is one. I swear, my wife just brought it to me today, and and this is cool. I, I'm calling this. Number two is called Only Bitter. I've talked to you about auctions and and episode two I believe was all about auctions and we'll probably do more on auctions because I love auctions and And she brought me home some information about a auction that's just down the street from us, and it's an individual he's he's alive and well, but he's kind of doing an estate lock auction on some of his property some not not the real estate I don't believe, just some some vehicles and some tools and some other things he's having an auction on. so I know the guy um, not real well, but you know I, I've talked to him before, so when she told me about it, I drove down there. And checked out what he had going on and knocked on his door and said, hey, you know, what's up with the auction a couple of weeks from now? And I because I know he had some vehicles before that he sold. And so we went out and looked at what he had. And uh, there were a couple of vehicles that he just wasn't that interested in because he knew they weren't going to bring a lot at auction. He had a couple high dollar things that were probably that's really were the really the attraction. Um, but a couple of these things were, you know, kind of junk to him. But, right up my alley and uh, and I he uh, they're probably going to be time wasters more than anything else on auction day, so um, we discussed a little bit and I threw him an offer on the uh, the two vehicles and a, a few tools that I wanted, and we went back and forth and came together on a handshake and a deal, and I pulled a little cash out of my pocket and wrapped that thing up and I became. The only bidder, and uh, I, I think I got a pretty good buy on a couple of things, and he got them moved out of the way. I didn't get free cars like the kid that I talked about a minute ago. I don't want to say his name because I don't have permission to say his name. But <laughs> but these weren't free cars, but they're they're they'll be money makers. And frankly, I think he was excited about it because he knows that I turn these things into transportation for somebody. So he knows that that uh, they're gonna. You know, serve somebody else down the road because that's that's what I do in my my business. Um, and the third the third idea idea number three and I'm trying to I'm trying to get these through these without burning up your whole evening. Um, and this is mechanics lean. I don't think I mentioned this before. Um, this is this is a way that I probably buy five cars a year this way. Um, I just go talk to your mechanic or a mechanic if you don't if you don't have you know, a guy that's your mechanic. And you'll probably find an opportunity. I I just go down there and say, hey, do you got anything like this? Um, What I'm talking about here is there's a lot of vehicles that are towed to a mechanic and they wind up never leaving. You know, either the people just can't afford to do the repair on the the vehicle or they just lose interest and the thing just sits there and sits there and sits there. And the mechanic basically owns the vehicle because of storage fees. And uh, now, like the guy that I'm going to go see later this week, he's such a nice guy that he won't really put a mechanic's lean on a vehicle and take a vehicle away from somebody but he will call them on my behalf and negotiate and I'll wind up buying the vehicle uh, from the owner and then I pay that mechanic to do the work. Um, this particular guy I'm talking about is not my regular mechanic, but he's a great guy, and he that way he gets paid you know a little bit of something for for doing the work, and he looks out for me all the time, and I can't tell you the other benefits that come from this relationship. But I'm going to go down there this week and and see this fella and take a camera down, and we're going to shoot a video of the vehicles that I'm talking about, and this this will be kind of fun because there's a Bunch of them down there, and then we'll talk about what might work and what might not work, and and then we'll probably do a follow up video so you can see what what I wound up buying and how that how that turns out. So so um, look again on the Flipping Genius uh, YouTube channel, and you'll see uh, that should be by the end of this week. By the well, before our next episode next Wednesday, I should have this on the on the YouTube channel. But if you go to the flipping genius YouTube channel and subscribe when we shoot a new video, it should come to you. So you'll be the first ones to see it. And um, that'll be a lot of fun. OK, All right. this has been fun. I hope I hope you enjoyed it. Um, You've been listening to the Flippin' Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe. Please share. Download it. Take us with you. Take the Flippin' Genius with you wherever you go. And if you got time, I would sure appreciate it if you leave a positive review of our program. It'll be so thoroughly appreciated that I'll likely read it on a future episode. And if you don't want me to read it, tell me that. But... Um, <laughs> Check back each Wednesday. We're going to try to do a, a new episode each Wednesday. Um, feel free to listen to, to it over and over again. If you've got a question, shoot it to me at flippingquestions at gmail.com. I almost forgot. FlippinQuestions at gmail.com. That's our, that's our email address. Our uh, Big thanks to our sponsors this week. Our, our newest sponsor, IdeasToIdentify.com. They make... Professional full color name badges right here in the United States. Go visit them at ideas the number two identify.com. Great guys, great guys. Um, Jordan Cigar. Jordan Cigar simply offers the most exquisite cigars and humidors. It's J-O-R-D-A-N-Cigar.com. Jordan Cigar.com. And anchor. Anchor is simply the best way to record and launch a podcast. Download the Anchor app and get started on your podcast today. It's, it's just that easy. Go to anchor.com. It's great stuff. Hey, man, thanks. Uh, I'll see you next time. Let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's become flipping geniuses. My dad used to say... Why reinvent the wheel? He meant, if it's done right, there's no reason to redo it. And that was my first thought when I saw Jeremy Fisher's digital video training course and text, 3-Hour Flip and 3-Hour Flip Academy. Jeremy Fisher is a longtime successful car flipper and a tremendous communicator with over 2 million downloads of his materials online already. In 3-Hour Car Flip Academy, Jeremy walks you through car flipping from... How to find deals, how to analyze deals, how to maximize your profitability, how to market and sell your vehicles, and then how to build on your success. Like I've said before, Jeremy Fisher has built his course right. So why reinvent the wheel? When Jeremy visited with me on episode 42 of Flipping Genius, he agreed to allow our listeners to get lifetime access to his digital training, 3-Hour Flip Academy, with a copy of the 3-Hour Flip e-text for just $49. That's a one-time fee of less than 50 bucks. Frankly, you ought to make 10 times that amount from your very first flip. Go to our website to get this special deal. Visit www.flippingenius.com with one G, flipping Genius, and click on the Resources tab at the top of the page. Then click on the More Great Stuff tab on our Resources page, and it'll take you to Jeremy's $49 deal. Now, if that's more clicks than you want to make, or if you have a question, just send an email to me at flippingquestions@gmail.com, at gmail.com, and I'll get you an answer and a direct link to 3-Hour Flip Academy.